Joining me today on Conversations with Clint, we have State Game Warden Thomas Nelson and Cadet Andrew Butler as we talk about some of the more common mistakes that they have seen while out uh, patrolling here in North Central Pennsylvania, as well as some of the new seasons and bag limits here across the Commonwealth. Well, today I'm joined by Warden Nelson and Cadet Butler. Is that what we're supposed to call you? You can call me whatever you want to call me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Two game wardens here in Tioga County. Cadet Butler is actually almost finished up, right? You're getting pretty close. That's right. And uh, Thomas Nelson, Warden Nelson, you've been in the district for a while, a, few, a couple of years now. Yeah, about this is my third hunting season. Wow. That seems like it was just yesterday when <laughs> you and Mike showed up, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Well, thank you guys for jumping in today on Conversations with Clint. Um, we thought it would be great to have a whole podcast all around hunting. Now, I know those that have been listening, we've been talking about hunting a little bit at the end of our podcast. So today, it's all about hunting and kind of some helpful information that, that would be great for for you the hunters out there we're, we're just getting ready to start our, our deer season we already went through archery that's over right yes <laughs> but um bear season's going on right now i thought it'd be fun to start with that thomas you've been in the area uh, for a few years now um few hunting seasons let's talk about the bear harvest what are you seeing what are some trends um what's it look looking like out there it started on saturday and went and then we hunted on a sunday as well this year talk a little bit about that what are you seeing so compared to the last two years uh, that I've been up here, um, it seems that this year, even with the muzzleloader season and archery season, the bear harvest, it's definitely lower than the last two years. I think that has a lot to do with uh, the high muzzleloader and archery harvest the past two years. The bear population was pretty high, definitely in Tioga and Potter counties, definitely above where it should have been, in my opinion. And I think that has a lot to do with the harvest for this year. Um, that's why the you know the harvest isn't as high. They, they killed a lot of bears the last two years. So yeah. uh, the numbers were high. It was actually record harvest the past two years for you know muzzleloader season, archery season, and and the gun season that we have. So one of the cool things about um, I've always thought about uh, bear season is the check stations. The, is the check station open in Wellsboro again this year? It is have, open. Have people coming in checking that out. We were in there yesterday. It was the first time for this season. There were some people in there on Sunday. That there wasn't really a lot of guys out hunting yesterday but saturday there was there's quite a few people in there from what i heard um so the, the the check station is open to the public in wellsboro so do you know what the highest uh, weight was it's always what everybody goes to look yesterday the there was what was it four four fifty ish i think it was was That's the big biggest bear. one yesterday so i'm not sure about saturday what the highest harvest was for the uh for weight wise great well uh cadet uh butler thank you for for stopping in uh first off you're, what, what phase are you in right now in your training? Uh, we are in our field training stage. Uh, we are out. <clears throat> we spent about 28 weeks in the academy, and then they turned us loose October 1st, right before archery season started, and we get to do go on uh, three different field training sessions and work with some of the wardens that are out in the field throughout the state. So I'm on my last field training session, my third one up here in Tioga County, and we'll be here till the end of rifle season. And then we'll end up going back to the academy for about a month and a half. Um, your graduation is set for February 5th. February 5th. I bet you're excited about that. I am. I'm ecstatic. <laughs> it's been long. Yeah. It's, it's like a 50-week program. 44 it? weeks. 44 weeks. Yeah. It's amazing. It was longer when you did it, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, so it was just about a year when yeah. we went through. Yeah. So really quick question for you. What has been your favorite part of the academy and what has been your least favorite part? 
favorite part of the academy, SEAL training. It's been great to get out and actually be able to do some stuff and see uh, what all the wardens in the area are doing and just to get interact with all the hunters and stuff. I enjoy the people, um, meeting the different people from the different areas, just see what they're up to, um, the different ages. Least favorite, got to be careful what I say here. Yeah, you do. Uh, no, it's uh, <laughs> just... Just a long, I mean, it's long, but it's a good, it's a good thing. I don't know what the least favorite would be. We spend a lot of time in a classroom yeah. and it's hard sitting in the classroom when you want to be outside. And then, you know, that's a lot of reason the guys do this job is to be out, out in the woods and working and stuff. So sitting in the classroom when it's nice outside, when you can be outside, is always hard. Yeah. Talk a little bit about, um, some of the, the most common mistakes you've hear, you hear about. I mean, you've been out on the field with your training and, and Thomas, we'll, we'll have you touch on this as well. Um, with, with deer season coming up, rifle season is, uh, starts on Saturday. Um, it's an, always an exciting time in Pennsylvania. I mean, we have, uh, just a ton of hunters and it's something that we all love to do. A lot of people love to do. What is kind of one of the, the most common mistakes that, that you're hearing about so far, Cadet Butler, and then Tom, tell us a little bit about, you know, what you've seen as some of the common mistakes as well. Some of the mistakes that I've already already seen just through um, the muzzleloader and the archery is, uh, well, there's a new one out there now as far as tags go. On the back of your tags will be a place for the month and the day that you harvest it and you notch them like you do in a lot of other states. Um, that's new this year. Uh, a lot of guys just don't know about it and aren't doing it, so we're just giving them a heads up when we see it. And um, we've seen a few of the guys were, like did read about it and saw it. Another common mistake is... So what, let's just talk about the notching thing. So they literally, if, if you look at the back of your license, you were just showing me, because this is new to me. I should have yep. read about this, but I didn't. I'm a, I would have been one of those guys you hopefully would have warned. Because I would have thought, you know, typically you just fill out, you know, the information that you need to on the front and you tag the deer and... But you're, you're saying you actually have to – now are we talking like hanging chads like Florida or like what what is what is notching a tag actually look like? So on the back there will be like the, the month and the days will be around the edge of your, of your license and you need to slip that part or cut that little that little piece out with that month and that day and then that will tell us when the exact day that you did it instead of writing it on the front like you used to. Okay. So you don't even have to carry a pen anymore. Well, you still have to fill out the front of it. There's okay, still, so you still, have, you still have front. to have that so pen sure that's froze. Yeah, make sure you still have a pen that's warm in your pocket mm -hmm. that you can sign the front yeah. of it with and put all that information <laughs> on the front of your license as well. What other common mistakes have you seen out there this year? The one that I see a lot is is uh, a lot of the young the younger dads, it seems like, that are trying to get their kids involved in hunting. As a lot of people know, you don't want to give your 7- or 8-year-old their tag to put in their pocket. They're probably going to lose it. So a lot of the parents are carrying them, um, which is all right. But if, the problem that we're seeing is we're running into hunters later on that their kids aren't even around with them in the woods at all. And they'll still have their, their children's tags with them and licenses. And that's it. We don't... At that moment, we don't really know what they're up to, if they're trying to fill those tags as well or what their kids are. So a lot of times we advise them to attach that tag to a licensed carrier to their bag um, that they may be taking when they take their kids out or to their kid's coat or uh, orange vest or something. So when that kid's there, they do have the, their tags and licenses with them and they're not carrying them around with them all the time in their wallet with theirs. That's really good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one for the. For I can totally say. I mean, it, most. I mean, it's an innocent mistake. I'm sure most of them are, but it makes sense. You. I mean, you. Who knows if if all of a sudden you know, well, what which tag am I going to use if you've harvested a deer or something? You know, and that's 
that's good to so keep so folks keep that extra tag that you have for your kids keep that separate um, with a bag I think that's a great idea Tom what are what are some things that you've seen over the years um, now that you're a seasoned veteran of three years <laughs> yeah. in the area a lot with what Cadet Butler said it, 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 there's a lot of people out there that carry other, other people's tags um, that's one of the big ones also a big one that I run into is people not having their hunting license with them at, at all. all at all yes yeah. so I run into that a lot a lot of guys think they can just go back and you know grab their tag and come back and tag the deer all that stuff but <clears throat> it is required that while you're out hunting you have your hunting license on you this year they came out with the e-licenses um, for big game hunting you can't just have your e-license on you you actually have to have your tags and everything that you need to properly tag a deer. So if you're out hunting, you only have your e-license, if you shoot a deer, there's no way to properly tag that. So you have to have your valid big game tags with you while hunting big game, your bear, deer, turkey. Anything that needs a tag, you need to have your valid hunting license with you with the proper tags associated with it. Great. So this is a, there's a lot of new things out there. We also, one of the new things that, that's out this year is rifle season. You're allowed to shoot does and bucks for the duration of two weeks. So we're going to talk briefly about the new bag limits and, and seasons. Um, Andrew, talk a little bit about the, the kind of some of the, the big changes coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that, that's a definitely a big one, having the, the doe throughout the, those two weeks. It just gives uh, the hunters a bit a better opportunity when we're out there. It seems like when we'd have those few days of antlerless, that it was either super warm, deer weren't moving, or it was nasty and rainy, and uh, they weren't killing the doe numbers that they would have liked to at the time. So having this opened up gives the people more of an opportunity while they're out there hunting, hunting for an antler deer to have the antlerless there as well. Yeah, that's that's a great change. I really appreciate that. I know for for me personally, you know, having that going out that extra week makes it even harder. Uh, Tom, you were also talking about bear season in which, which district? Is, uh, that's open as well. Talk WMU uh, 3A. There's also other um, extended bear seasons out there, but for up in this area, it's, it's 3A only for the extended bear season. So you can, you can shoot a black bear as long as you have a valid tag the whole first week of uh, rifle deer season. Now, that, they had that in some of the, the eastern parts in Lycoming County on the other side of 15, didn't they, in the yes, past? I yes, think? I'm pretty yeah. sure 3B is part of that, too. Okay. Um, but I know that 3A definitely is you know part of that extended bear season. So if you're a bear hunter and you're in, in 3A, um, that would be a great thing to know because you know you, you that, that's a great opportunity. You're not always you're not Absolutely. often do you see a bear out there, and to have that option for that third week is is pretty cool. So, well, thank you guys for for jumping in here and talking a little bit about that. Any closing thoughts, uh, Andrew? Nothing I can think of right now. This is a good <laughs> opportunity to get out here, um, do this podcast for the for the listeners in the area about some of the new things that, that in the hunting and all that. It's good to be here. Great. Tom, any closing thoughts? Nothing. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for jumping in today. And uh, remember, folks, if you're out there, be safe. Um, always uh, make sure that you're prepared for the elements, prepared to be out there. And um, most importantly, be safe as you're out hunting and enjoy the time. Enjoy the time out in, in creation. And it's a ton of fun. So. Well, that's all the time that we have for today's conversations with Clint. Thank you so much for jumping in. Special thank you to uh, Warden Nelson and Cadet Butler for stopping in today and talking to us. 
it's also Thanksgiving week, so um, please uh, enjoy the, the the time with your family and your friends. It is a wonderful time of year to sit back and really think through all the things that you have been blessed with. It is also a challenging time of year for a lot of folks that are maybe experiencing um, a loss, uh, the first uh, real Thanksgiving not having somebody, a loved one with them. So be thinking about that as well and maybe reach out to some family and friends that may have experienced loss this year, but do remember to to count your blessings. Um, it is a great opportunity. We should be doing that all the time, but it's really great to, uh, to have a day that we can sit back and really think about um, all the blessings that we have here in this great country, in this great community, um, in this great commonwealth that, that we have for us each and every day. So that's it for today's conversation with, with Clint. Please make sure that you subscribe, like, um, invite your friends to our podcast. We try to put great content out there for you each and every week, all around legislation, hot topics, and issues here in the Commonwealth. But until next week, I really hope you have a great Thanksgiving, and we'll see you again on another edition of Conversations with Clint. Conversations with Clint.